This is Piho. And this is Dan Ho. And this is Dating While Heavily Meditated, a show about turning dating drama into inner power. Because sometimes what's falling apart is actually coming together. Well, hello. Here we are, episode 11. And we're going to talk about today dating fantasy versus reality. Ooh, lots to talk about. It's been a little while. We miss you guys. I know. Um, I've been traveling the world as usual. Globalizing. Yes, globalizing. Uh, I was in South Africa. And if uh, anybody hasn't been there, I highly recommend it. Cape Town and a safari. It was a great experience. The pictures were amazing. Yes. And unfortunately, I was a good girl over there. (laughs) (laughs) Even those full of chocolate, you didn't find anything that interested you? No, I didn't. I was uh, I was just pee. I was not pee hole there. <laughs> <laughs> there will be other opportunities. Very That's soon. right. And um, so this is probably our last episode this year, right? Probably, because, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, uh, the holidays are coming and uh, Dan Ho and I uh, have a little tradition now going on that we go to sunny Miami. Yes, to, yes, to ring in the new year. So we'll be doing that this year as well. So this will be um, this will be our last episode of this year. And you know what? Next year we start a decade. <gasps> Did yes. you realize that? Yes. 2020, a new decade. So we need to really aim high. Yes, have really high goals and vision and, you know, because all things are possible. But we got to aim high. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So that's why today we wanted to talk about this little thing that goes kind of unnoticed and and just in general, right? We're going to talk about it in the context of dating and, uh, and interacting with those that we find attractive, whether it be men or women. But when you argue with reality, you suffer. Yes, every single time. Every single time. Mm-hmm. And I think you suffer more when you argue with reality when you're dating. You know? Yes. Because the heart is involved. Yeah, and I get obsessed. I don't know about you guys, but I get highly obsessed. Why is that? I have a problem. So then, and then, you know, it, it happens all the time. Like, if, you know, at work, sometimes you have a vision of where you want to go and uh, that vision is not being realized for you. And because the reality at your work is different, so then you suffer as opposed yes. to uh, influencing change. So, but in the context of dating, here's what happened, ladies and gents, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> at least I'm going to talk about from my experience. Yes is that um, I have this vision of what I want my relationship to be, mm-hmm. right? And whenever I meet a guy, I start um, seeing the potential. You know? And the mind starts going, right? Yes. <laughs> yep. And then it's like, oh, you know, he doesn't have a job, but he wants to open a business. Mm-hmm. Mm. Don't get me started, people, <laughs> on that one. Anyway, so we start, and that's the thing that we we do a lot of times is that we date potential. We don't date reality. Not even realistic potential, the potential that we build, you know, and then we make assumptions on top of that. I mean, I do that crap all the time. 
and I try not to, but it still happens. Yes, yes, yes. So here's the thing. The longer we go with uh, unaware, right, unaware that, that we are dating potential, the yes. longer we go unaware that we are dating a fantasy, yeah. the harder it is for us to remove ourselves from that situation. And always when, again, when we don't accept reality, we suffer. It, right? We suffer. And the thing is, as you're building those ideals, you know, in your mind, you're getting attached to them. Yes. As yes, if yes, it yes. really existed, right? And exactly. then the person comes short because they don't meet or can't, unable, unwilling, you name it. Yeah. Can meet those expectations and really suffer. And not only that, you get sad and you get pissed off. Mm -hmm. We can't change that. Yes, yes, Cannot yes. change the other person. I know. So, and then what happened is that when you're dating that potential and when you are involved in that fantasy, you start, gosh, you know, daydreaming, right? Yeah. Like, because I, I remember in your case, Dan Ho, when you were when you were um, involved in the fantasy of BL. your yes of oh, your BL sorry. that you were daydreaming about. Well, you know he can come play soccer and you know and and we can all be uh, here in the US and but that was just a daydream, right? That was just I was fucking delusional. <laughs> and by the way, all I'm gonna tell you people is that I am beyond twenties and thirties and forties. Okay. And he was uh, in his 20s, okay? And uh, clearly there is a big, you know, disparity there of life experience and what you want and how you see your life, where you are and all of that, right? But because the dick was so good, <laughs> it was so good in the chemistry and all of that, immediately I, my mind was already going. But the reality fell extremely short of that. And of course... I lost my shit. And you don't need to hear about that. Yeah. But that's all. And I've lost my shit so many times. I can, uh, well, you know, one of them, remember the Brit, the pilot? Yeah. Oh that oh, amazing. Oh, I'm going to call so stylish. I'm telling you, people, Euro men are the very best. You don't see Euro men walking around with on flip flops. There's nothing wrong with flip flops. But when you're going out with a woman, we want to see style. We don't need to see, you know, your toenails that are, you look like a fucking eagle because you don't, you don't groom yourself. Yeah. Around. That dries the cookie. Do not do that. No, I know. And especially don't wear your chancletas with socks. For the love of God. <laughs> Was that FF? Was it? No, no, no. Well, I think he did uh, at the beach. FS fun size hat. Oh little, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. No, no, but F, but I that know. guy was hot. I'm just gonna. Anyways, you. we're digressing, but it's, it's just are. fun. So the pilot. So this is listen to this, guys. I met this pilot, hot. Oh my god, British. Oh, oh my god, yeah. accent. Well, so I met him on Bumble, and then uh, I knew that he was just here on holiday, like they say. They don't say vacation. Yeah, Europeans holiday. don't say I vacation. I know. He was here on holiday in L.A., and I met him. I, I agreed to meet him for a drink only because I had gone on so many awful dates 
that I knew from reading his profile that I was going to have a really interesting conversation yeah. with this guy. And I was just told myself, you know what? I just want to have a good date for once because I've been on so many crappy days. Yeah. I'm just going to go and meet him. The minute I saw him, it was <gasps> like, oh my gosh. Yes. So anyways, we had a drink and he left. He went back to, to London, but he was coming back in a month. And within that month, okay, mm. in my head, I built this fantasy mm. that when he was going to come come back, we were going to see each other every yeah. day and he was going to stay with me, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Well, the reality was very different. He did come back. We did see each other. We went to dinner and we had a great time, a great time. <laughs> amazing time and that was it and I remember that for him he was not planning on seeing me every day he was not planning on staying with Mm -hmm. me you know and I that created for me so much suffering because I you know I started going on the rabbit hole what did I do what did I say on that last time that we were together maybe I was too eager maybe I was too to this, to that, and I started doubting myself. Mm-hmm. When, in fact, was that the reality was that, yes, he enjoyed my company. Yes, he wanted to see me for dinner. But his reality was very different from mine. And right. I was bumping heads against what is, which right. is we had a great dinner, we had a great time, and that was it. Right. But I suffer, And then he left, and it broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> because I was married to that fantasy. Right. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, I remember. Me? Yeah. Oh my God, I suffer so much. But anyways, the the reason why we wanted to talk about this is because actually we don't have, I guess, all the answers of right. how do you decouple from you know when your heart is involved. Right. How do you decouple the the this this illusion from reality yeah right and again we always come back to what is it that we're learning what is it that we're being practicing what is this here to teach me yeah and then whenever what I what I started to do is whenever I start missing my ex the chef uh because I have this still fantasy in my head that he's going to come back to me and say, I'm change, which (laughs) I do believe in miracles, but then then I just, you know, I, I come back to my breath and I start breathing and you know what works too, is that I come back to my breath. I start breathing and I get back to the present moment. And then I'm, I really, really, really try to focus on what's going on around me at that time, Mm -hmm. you know, and that provides a little relief. Now, um, you know, what I would like to do and where I would like to get Mm -hmm. is that that is relief is not temporary. It's just, you know, it's a constant state of accepting reality, participating in the moment without attachment, because that's the problem. We attach to those fantasies, right? And we go to all sorts of lengths. To make sure it happens. Yes. And we forget yeah. it's not up to us. Yeah. We don't have the control. And the moment something deviates from that idea, mm-hmm. it starts. We get upset. We get sad. We feel like we're not enough. And then we get angry. And then from that situation, you're also pushing away all the other great possibilities. Because in your mind, 
all men are, and this, I'm, I'm talking about what goes on in my head, okay, when the voices are having a party in my head, all men are shitty, that, you know, there is no loyalty, there is no honesty, and they are all players, no, bitch, you created a story, which from your perspective, and the person has the right to say no, thank you, yes, and it doesn't yes. make them an asshole, yeah, it makes you way ahead of the game because you created this. Yeah. And now you deal with it. Yeah. And awareness is key, right? For and, and, sure. And uh, there's there are so many situations in which we, as women, uh, find ourselves because we are uh, chasing that attention and that validation and that connection. Sometimes we agree to enter into relationship with people that are not available, available not available emotionally, like chef was mm -hmm. or not available because they're with somebody else, you know, but we love the challenge. I can make this work. I'm going to change him. No, I'm going to change my state of spirit from being peaceful to being fucking miserable <laughs> for zero reason or benefit for it, that matter. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I guess one way of checking whether you arguing with reality is, is, uh, is asking the question, is this situation bringing me joy or bringing me suffering? Yes. Is, is this situation uh, making me want to change something about the person or about myself or about the situation itself to comply to what I mm -hmm. feel is, uh, is the right thing, right? right. Um, so that is kind of one of the things that, that we can do to, to understand whether we're fighting with reality or we're living in a fantasy is... You know, is this bringing me joy? Is it making yeah. me happy? You know, and um, and in my case, uh, I was when I was with Chef. My goodness, I was just trying so hard to please him that I just kept bending and bending and bending, and because it's this fantasy that I had that you know we're, this is gonna be the relationship, this yeah. is gonna be the man. Can't you see it? Yeah. Exactly. Why can't you act this way? And you have so much potential, and I know you're empathetic, and I know you're kind. <laughs> He's all of the above. He's a fucking <laughs> asshole, piece of shit. So, Anyhow, I'm sure he has some sort of goodness in his being somewhere. I, I'm just, I haven't been able to recognize it, but it's there somewhere. Yeah, so I kept just want, you know, wanting to grab that potential out of him. Out, yeah. And I To suffer. fit your expectations, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. And I suffer. So... So what's the secret sauce? How do we get there? I guess. Relax and release. <laughs> I know. Easier said than done. You betcha. Yeah. yeah. You know, like for instance, I'm, I crashed some people, some of my friends, mom friends, uh, trip in Paris. Yes. I was on the apps there and they were kind of living through me, you know, cause they're married. I'm a hoe and I was globalizing, but you know, they go, oh, let's go on Tinder. Let's see, you know, what the Frenchmen have to offer, you know. And then I matched with this guy. He wasn't really my type, you know. But the, when we started texting, he was interesting. And I'm like, oh, okay. oh do you want to meet tonight? Sure. You know, I'm, we're going to be done after 11. I'll come over to the hotel, to the bar of the hotel. I wasn't telling, don't get me wrong. It's not come to my room. It wasn't that. And then... Excuse me. He shows up. It was a little bit late as if I'm never late. I'm nothing but late. Right. Oh. And the guy 
shows up and I'm and I was irritated because it was already late. And then I looked at him. I'm like, this fucker is not my type. <laughs> and you know, and I'm already pissy. And my friend said, you know what? He's kind of cute. I'm like, shut up. He's late and he's not cute. And this. And but why? Like, why? Why were you upset? He was late. Did I don't you have know. somewhere to go. You were on vacation. No, on vacation. And the next day, I was coming home. Oh, I right to the U.S. And who cares? I was there having a drink. I was going to meet a guy. I should be, you know, just marry. And you were whatever. fighting with that reality. Real, that again. And then it's like, I don't like this guy. And he's wearing turtleneck. I cannot stand <laughs> men with turtleneck. I can't. So instead of going beyond that, I was already upset. And so she said, listen, I'm staying for 30 minutes and then I'm going up. I just want to make sure you're okay. And I said, okay. And then I turned around to him and said, you know, it was nice to meet you, but you're late. I'm leaving tomorrow. So you got 10 minutes. That's it. And your time is up. And that's how I said hello, like a total bitch. And then he said, wow, okay, I'm sorry. You know, and we continued to talk and he got very engaging and I'm like, oh, He's not cute, but I kind of like him. And, you know, and then I, I want to see what else he has to say. So my friend said, okay, 30-minute hit. I'm going upstairs. Are you coming? I said, no, I'm staying. <laughs> so she left. I stayed. And, you know, we're talking about all sorts of stuff. I have a child. He has a child. Mine is 11. His was 14. And then, you know, he's not married because that was the first thing I asked. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, this is getting more. I kind of like this guy. And all of a sudden, he said, I'd like for you to take something from France. I said, okay. And he's, I said, oh, what is it? He goes, a French kiss. And then he grabbed me and I fucking loved it. <laughs> because a lot of vanilla American men, nothing wrong with that, but they say, can I kiss you? And the moment you say that, you have no game. I'm upset. And the answer is no. Okay, hell to the motherfucker, no, no. So anyhow, so he ran me and then, and then I liked it and we talked some more and then I'm like, okay, there's nothing I can do about it. I can't take the men upstairs. I'm not going to his house. I don't know him. So then I said, okay, I, I need to go. So we got up, we made out a little bit more in the lobby and then he grabbed me again and then I could feel, you know, the equipment. Yeah. And let me tell you, I went crazy <laughs> because I knew it was a good one. And I'm thinking, oh fuck, I'm leaving tomorrow. I can't take him upstairs because my friends are there. I'm not going to his house. What if he's a serial killer, you know, chops me up, put him, put me in his trunk? I can't. So anyhow, so I left and I thought, oh, that's nice, you know. And then he sent me a message. It was lovely to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And this has been beginning of... November so we're still talking you know he's like oh you need to come back and this and that well so we're we're texting this and that and then he asked me if I'm into domination and I'm like uh maybe I just found out that I'm vanilla in that. <laughs> I don't know I'm, I'm not sure anyhow so conversation is going I'm like well are you into that he goes I've never tried but I would love to try it with you and you're my you know mistress and this and that I'm like okay and it's all fun and games. And then he said that he <laughs> that he likes mm -hmm. anal stimulation. And I'm oh. thinking, on me? On you? Yeah. I mean, because I'm not into the yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, the ass is exit only. You can wash as much as you'd like. You know when you're smelling an ass. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to lick it. I don't want to put my finger because I have oh, one okay. finger in it. So what do you I mean? So he wanted to, you know, get 
stimulated and he said, uh-huh. well, but with the finger. Well, yeah. At first he said, you know, and this is all through text because he's in Paris. I'm in LA. Right. And I said, well, you know, a dick is what really turns me off. So I don't want to say I'm not into your ass or I don't want to, you know, but I'm, I'm taking the conversation to what really turns me off. So he said, okay. And then the man tells me, uh, how do you feel about putting a strap on? Oh my and goodness. I'm like, oh, holy fuck. <laughs> okay. And, I, and I'm like, well. That's his fantasy. That's apparently. His fantasy. And then I say, well, do, I, I'm not really understanding. I'm not catching the drift here because I'm thinking, is this motherfucker bi gay? Oh, which I have no problem with it. But I'm, I'm trying to understand, you know. So then um, he says, yeah, I do want to be penetrated. Oh, said, my God. Oh, you want me? Okay. And then I'm asking the obvious. After he said, I thought, well, do you want me to penetrate you with a shark? He goes, yes. I go, oh, my God, I can't. Does that turn you on? He says, yes. It's you oh Have you done God. it before? Yeah. No, but I want to do it with you. So now I can sleep. I can eat, which was because I lost a little weight and all of that because I can wrap my mind around it. And then, I, you know, and of course okay. I called people. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So then what is, what is it that's fighting for you to understand that a man wants to get penetrated? Yes, with- because the reality. <laughs> I would fight that too. Because yes. I'm thinking, okay, in my mind, yes, right? in your reality, in my reality, twisted, whatever you call, I'm thinking a woman yes. gets penetrated, yes. right? And then I can do other things too, but it's a little then bit beyond yeah. to put a fucking ass strap on and then you bend, he bends over and I fuck. I don't even know how this works. <laughs> So I was very distraught. I'm not going to lie. Okay. And then I'm thinking, I'm not really sure. So I'm asking him questions. Well, I, I need to understand this. Have you done this before? No, but you know, I saw porn, whatever, the mistress doing that to the guy and saying, you know, if you're not a good boy, I'm going to penetrate. And I, and I it turned me on oh, and I'd like know. to try it. I don't know. And I'm that's, like, that's, okay. Yeah. And then it follows by, do you want a picture of my ass or my cock? And now I'm thinking, I don't even know what to answer because what if it's a pencil? Well, I knew it wasn't a pencil because when he grabbed me, I could feel it and I was dying to see it. But I thought, well, let me see where this is going. And I said, why don't you surprise me? Oh, fuck. Why did I say that? He sends me a picture of, yet, of his ass and it's oh like he God. opens. Oh, I do not want to see it where the sun doesn't shine. Oh okay. So that I got even more distraught and I'm like, I don't want to say, you know, I don't want to see your ass. You know, I don't, I don't want to make him feel uncomfortable. And, and I'm at a phase of my life that I want to explore as well. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. didn't think I was going to explore yeah. the ass. But, but in the context of sex, fantasies are good. Yes. But then when you want to strap, I'm thinking you want a man to penetrate because I don't have a dick. Well, well, I I want a dick. Yeah, I think, yeah, I I will have issues with that too because it's something that is not common and standard. Like, it's not something that... It's a little out there. I mean, who's with me here? I mean, it's a little out there. So, you know, physiologically, it makes sense because the G-spot of the man is excess through the prostate oh, and that okay. that's through the back door yeah, right yeah. our g spot is the vaginal canal but for them 
it's excess in the back. But because of the stigma and things like that, men can be very reluctant with that. But this one apparently is overly open. I see. Well, yeah, yeah. Right? But then when he sent a picture of his dick, I forgot about my (laughs) being distraught with the S and the strap. And I'm like... I have to have it. Yeah, I have to and have it. I have seen it, and it is wow. It, yes, I did show people you know, the videos and pictures and where, all that. Where were we? That there was, uh, there was, uh, it wasn't like a dick museum. We went somewhere. Oh we went, yes, where we, were we? We we, we travel somewhere. And yeah, went, it was at the dick museum. Yes, this this equipment here from the French guy needs to belong to that museum. Oh my God. It is a masterpiece. It is a fucking masterpiece. (laughs) It's it's gorgeous. His dick is gorgeous. And it's huge. And it's thick and it's juicy. Okay, go ahead. So in that context, fantasies are good. In the context of sex, people have fantasies they want to explore. And then it opens you up too to to know if that's something you want and explore your own sexuality as well. But I started thinking that way once I called you that I was a mess. (laughs) And you said, well, look at the good side. Yeah. Maybe something like that. And, and this is what she said that really go, oh, yeah, maybe. She said, now you know what it feels like being a guy. It would be nice for you to experience <laughs> that. I go, yeah, you're right. Maybe I do want to fuck the shit out of him. He's I don't know. his ass. Make his ass. And then dick slap him with a, with a strap and put it in. There you go. Oh, there you go. So I know I'm vulgar. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it's interesting because in that context, it's good. But in the other, so in that context, it's good. To, it can to, be. And, right? Well, in, in that context, I'm just saying, in that context, fantasies are okay because it's, uh, it's sex, the heart is not involved, right. right? It's mostly for exploration. Right. You know? Uh, but in the context of dating, when the heart is involved, attaching to fantasies would create suffering. In the context of sex, exploring fantasies could lead to maybe suffering, but I think it could lead to... Um, more uh, awareness of who you are and what you yes. like and exploration and evolving. That's, I like that. Yeah. Once you open my eyes to that, yeah. then I saw it. I go, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then because I'm in healthcare, you know, I'm thinking that's probably full of E. coli. <laughs> if a piece of shit comes out and I see it or I smell, I'm going to vomit. And, you know, my mind is going. Yeah. But then I went back to Pihos, what she was saying. And it was really an interesting perspective that, yeah, it, I would find more mm-hmm. out about myself, exactly. about that. And, and, yeah, what it feels exactly. like to be a guy and, and fuck people. There yes, you go. Yes, yes, yes. It's so good. So we have um, a, a page on Instagram. Oh, yes. And uh, I know we have listeners out there. We would like to hear from you. You know, tell us your story of when you have struggled with dating fantasy and dating reality. And also, what are the things that you would like us to talk about? We would love to uh, talk about, tell you our experiences, depending on things that you would like to hear. Right. Yes. And, and we can all share and learn from each other, you know. So it is uh, our name on Instagram. So it's at right. Dating WHM. So dating while heavily meditated. Right. So it's dating WHM. That's yeah. our um, 
name on oh, Instagram. Okay. And um, happy holidays. And we'll see you again in the next decade. Right? Yes. And you know, we wish you so much love, peace, ecstasy, abundance, possibility, prosperity, and lots of good, good sex. That's right. Okay, so we'll talk soon. Until then, happy, happy practicing. practicing.